Hello, everyone. Welcome to Mystical Motherhood, the podcast. This is Pritam Atma. My guest today is a stay-at-home mother who's very frustrated, feeling angry and non-creative. And she's frustrated with her husband. She's frustrated with the situation of being a stay-at-home mom. And so we took some time today to see where these frustrations come from, from her own family unit, and how she can change her world with specific meditations and an inner process of healing. So she read my first book, Mystical Motherhood. She is going to read Fertile, and I sent her Alchemy of Becoming, my third book, which will be released at the end of the year so that she could begin to utilize it within her own life. Alchemy of Becoming is a book that will take you step-by-step through the transformational process of true, true alchemy. And I wove that in with changing the family templates, changing our original wounds. And a family template that is not necessarily healthy includes the following. So it could be an unavailable mother or father figure, or this is any parental figure. And this is mentally, physically, or emotionally. And this could be because of alcoholism, drug problems, you name it. Experiencing any form of mental illness in parental figures. A mother or father figure who physically abused you in any manner at all and also if you were experiencing any sort of enmeshment and enmeshment would be a parental figure who basically you become their spouse or they don't let, allow you to have freedom or separation from them and so these are a few examples of templates that we basically are programmed with as mothers. And so in order for us to heal generational patterns and change the entire dynamic of our future generations, we have to change these templates. And these templates run in back through generations and they affect our future children. And so the way that we change them is we have to see how they're playing out in our own homes and then we have to see how we're creating it, change it internally through the meditations, through my the books, the process I describe in all three of my books, um, Fertile, Mystical Motherhood, and soon to be released Alchemy of Becoming, and, um, and see how we can completely alter our family. So I hope you enjoy this. If you go to www.mysticalmotherhood.com, you'll find out a lot more. And if you can leave a star or subscribe to this podcast, it really, really helps. I hope you enjoy. Thanks so much. So tell me what's been going on since I last spoke to you. First off, tell me how you found the work, just so everyone knows. And then if you read any of the third book, Alchemy of Becoming, and then what you've been processing as you've been reading it. So um, I found the work uh, on listening to a podcast, and I think it was a Goop podcast, I'm pretty sure. And uh, they mentioned uh, the book that you wrote. And I bought it immediately and read it during my second pregnancy. And it was just life-changing. It was just so affirming of everything that I'd been through with my firstborn and, you know, with the hospital experience and then transitioning from that into home birth, which I was able to do um, breach at home unassisted with my doula, which was awesome. That's uh, so that's how I got started. And then I bought fertile. I haven't read it yet. And now I'm on to the original wound or I, you, but you renamed it, right? The alchemy coming. coming. Yeah. And so was that really helpful for where you are right now? So helpful. I mean, it couldn't have come at a better time. 
So it's, tell me what, 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 what you felt from it and like, what's like, what the patterns that you're seeing within yourself that you want to work through. It's eye opening. It's, it's eye opening. And it's also kind of grueling at the same time because it's opened my eyes so much. Um, it's, and I have a lot to process. I find usually that I can just, you know, just rip through a book, just tear through it. And this is just like every word I'm just being forced to slow down and process. And I just go back and reread. It's really speaking to me as someone who, you know, you, you think you have self-love, you think you're making good choices. And then I, I go back and I'm like, Oh my God, 12 year old me has been driving this whole time, you know? Yeah. So when you were, what, just so I know where you're at in the book, because the book, um, I think it'll help a lot of women understand what you're exactly what you're saying is that I think what you're saying is that we have a pro, like a projection of ourselves. And like, I remember I worked with a woman and she was just like, I'm a goddess. And I said, you smoke cigarettes and you're still, you know, you're still that you're doing this and you're doing that. I'm like, do goddesses do that? And, and I mean, it was just like one of those moments and she was like, no. And I was like, so what is that to you? Like, what does that mean? You know what I mean? What does it mean to be feminine? What does it mean to gain our self-worth back? What does it mean to have sovereignty? And how do we do that while we're always constantly taking care of children and our husband, right? And so it's like redefining what motherhood is in those kind of terms. So I want to know like what chapters you were on so I know what to work with, with you and like where you're at in your realization of how you've constructed your life and the projections you've created that or may not be accurate. So right now I'm reading, I can't even, I can't remember exactly which chapter, forgive me, but it's, I'm, I just read the different templates. The wounded family templates. The wounded family templates. And then I'm on to, um, uh, not the hero's journey, whatever chapter is after that. I'm still processing the templates. Okay. So when you, you read that, what are the, some of the things that you've been breaking down about your own life from the book that's like, because the book is like a mirror and what's your template that you're working on? I'm working on, I, I think, I'm looking back and I keep going back to myself at the age of 12, which is when my parents divorced. Um, I'm seeing that uh, definitely like alcoholism came into play at that time with my dad. My mom had an affair. Um, everything that I thought was like happy go lucky about my childhood came crashing down. Just total rude awakening. My mom left my dad for someone uh, who was not in the same economic status, you know, just completely different lifestyle. And, uh, I'm seeing, I'm seeing that I've just been, I've made a lot of unconscious choices, unconscious choices in my life, even in my marriage. Because you lost consciousness at that point. Exactly. Yeah. Right. I keep going back to that, like 12 year old, I lost consciousness. Okay. And so you're basically like reliving everything from the 12 year old still trying to be healed. Correct. From that moment in time. Yes. 
So your dad was an alcoholic and then did he maintain being an alcoholic or is that the, cause you have to also look at the trauma is it's however you experience it. And so I, we're not going to go into the trauma for you. Like the last thing I want anyone to do is to get caught in their trauma. Like that is what I'm not trying to do. I'm not promoting that at all. Like I want you to identify it's there. And then I want you to do the meditations and to, and to do the unprogramming. Like you actually have to go back in. There's several steps in the book I described, but you have to go back in and, and, and rescue the inner child. Right. He has to grow up. And so you can use the relationship that you're in right now with this, your husband as the 12 year old growing up. Does this make sense? So when you're well, fighting with him, you're fighting from the level of the 12 year old and you'll know you're graduated when you begin to fight from the level of the 15 year old and you begin to fight from the level of the 16 year old and then you just don't have any more reactions. Right, right. Patterns in your own life. And once you change it within you and you heal it within you, he may change too. The whole environment around you will then respond to the internal changes of your subconscious programming. Right. Yeah, because when I called you at this point in my life now, I've just literally hit rock bottom with myself. And I, I'm like, I cannot go on the same way. I have to change. Like things have to change. I have to change so things can change. I cannot live like this anymore. The repetitive. The repetitive. So, since our last session, when I pointed out that you were repeating your mother's issues, you, it didn't seem like you were aware of that when we last talked. Is, oh. And so now you've had a week. So just everyone who's listening, I, she, what's your full name? Oh, Melissa Rickers. So Melissa found me because she found my books, as most people do. And then I, I have a gift of seeing where people are stuck. And so I have a gift of seeing the family patterns and I can see exactly what's going on in their life to, to comparatively to say, oh, well, this is because this and this happened at this age. And so when somebody hears that, there's a shock that happens to the system of, of a non-belief. And then there has to be an unwinding process. And so what happened last week, so we know everybody knows what we're unwinding today, that because you went into shock that day. And I feel like you had like a, a week of like, oh my Lord, I have been repeating the same pattern my whole life, which, totally. and so it's, it's, so there's a, there's something in the lineage I work with, which I just recognized I'm like married to my lineage, which is a new thing for me, but like it's something called the Satnam. And so Satnam, I never really understood what it is, but once you, you start to do these Kundalini meditations, the Satnam is the truth. And so as you begin to live these meditations and they begin to become a part of you, then you become the truth for somebody else. You become the Satnam. And so right. all, all it is, is I'm a reflection of you. Does this make sense? Total sense. And so what happened since our last session and how were you processing? So I think there's a huge, I think just in general, I think everyone a lot of times pinpoints like the father wound, which I know is yours, but like in my case, and actually a lot of um, uh, similar situations with, uh, with friends there, there's this, I, I identified ever since you um, gave me your insight on the situation. Like I had this huge mother wound and I think that's, what's been just taking over. And I, and it, I, I didn't realize it cause I'm always like, well, you know, it must be because my dad let, you know, whatever. And it's not, I think it's my mom. I've been playing out the same dramas over and over and over again, whether it's like you know, leaving my boyfriend because my mom left my dad. So I'm just always going to be the one who leaves, you know, which has just been this huge repetitive cycle. 
And then, um, and then, you know, what we talked about too, with like mommy left daddy for a poor man. And that just, that just like, just totally rocked my world. I'm like, Oh my God, I'm playing the role of my mother over and over again, hoping to get it right and make it different this time. Right. So in the book, I described the wound. So you could say the word wound, but you can also say phobia. So like you can replace father phobia, mother phobia, um, neurotic tendencies. It's all in utero, which is what I, what all my work is about. It's all in utero programming that just is then reestablished in childhood and onwards. So what we can remember really is, um, the a programming from childhood. Like we have an actual memory of it right now in utero goes back generations. And so if we can get to every woman's in utero experience doing these meditations, we can unprogram generational patterns that are unheard of. It's the most potent and powerful period of, of motherhood. Yeah. So the, they, Yogi Bhajan taught that the actual, the relationship phobia between, with a woman is typically actually the mother is, is the, you know, the, you're playing out the mother, right? And in my book, I mentioned the father, but in reality, my mother was the one who also married the father. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I was actually playing my mother, healing the father wound through the family that probably went on generation after generation after generation. Like all the decisions I made to change it was very painful because no one had ever done that before. And so when you actually begin to look at these things and realize how unconscious you've been and how, and, and, and you can stay or it doesn't matter what environment you are, you're just changing your internal environment. So the external environment doesn't affect you at all. So right. the point of mystical motherhood is to just so you, so you begin to see this, but you have to then sit down with the meditations and sit down with the programming and sit down with the books to unprogram those things. So like, we, we, we kind of talked about last time, and I'm going to talk about it before we even go into a deeper meditation because it's really practical for you. Okay, so now you've seen the pattern. You, you're playing out a pattern that's a generational history pattern, and that's what we're breaking in mystical motherhood. I love breaking generational patterns, so which is like a karmic pattern, right? So in Kundalini, it's, it's you poke, provoke, and elevate. So I poked you last week. I provoked you with the book. And now we're going to elevate you because I'm, you never leave somebody without an elevation process. Otherwise you're just stuck in the trauma and the drama. And so what you're doing is your, your mind thought time stream is complete. Your subconscious programming takes over your mind. It hijacks you and it creates the environment around you with your thoughts. And everybody says, Oh, that's synchronicity. That's whatever. No, it's your subconscious programming is creating your reality. And until you clean your mind out, you cannot create from the level of the heart. And so nothing can be clear destiny or anything because you're always projecting from the subconscious and thinking that's life. So you have to, the steps to it is you have to identify it. You have to then reprogram it. And so you have to heal that little girl. And so, so what we were talking about last time, going back into the memories, re, like I love Lacey Phillips work. I just found it recently. And I've said this like to you and I've said this on other podcasts because she I, I saw all her work and I was like, this is exactly mystical motherhood. It's just packaged better. And like, not the way I would package it, but like go, if everyone's listening, go to Lacey Phillips work. She, if you're not into Kundalini yoga and she has really, really good reintegration things, really, really good neuroplasticity, really, really good parts of like going into the memories and helping women and men to see the patterns and then to up level to get to that higher self-worth. So that's a really, really good, um, 
side note, the Sophia code, which I told you to read, you need to create a home for the little girl to be raised in. So we're going to go into this memory in just a second, but you need to remember when we, when we rescue the little girl, you need to consistently in your meditations, go back in and, and, and consistently help her raise up within this home. Does this make sense? Mm -hmm. So we'll find a home for her. We'll decide what it looks like. And then in your life, you need to always be going back and taking care of her. And then you need to see how, when you start to play out patterns with your partner, you're, you're patterning, you're actually regressing from the little girl that's still wounded. Has that happened recently that you're seeing this pattern? Is this helping as I'm speaking or do you have questions? Yeah, definitely. Everything's helped. I've been way more calm. I've just taken the focus off him and just gone inward. So tell me what you've done. Yeah. So last time we spoke, I also said to you, please stop focusing on what he's doing wrong and start to focus on what you can do to heal yourself. Right. And so yeah. I said, cause that's what we do as women is we're constantly taking care of, of, of the children. We're constantly, um, you know, like cooking or constantly cleaning or constantly, and then we're mad about it. And then yeah. we're, and then we're saying that he's not doing anything right. But at any moment in time, are we ever going back in and saying what's wrong with us? Right now. You know what I mean? And I, I had a friend at work ask me the other day and she's like, like, how do you make time for things? Like, how do you love yourself? Like, how do you actually learn the patterns to do that? Cause no one ever taught us. We always have seen women that are, you know, completely focused outside themselves. So when right. you brought the focus back in, what have you been doing over the last week so other women can learn from you? Well, and that really doesn't come natural to me anyways. I've always been super independent. I was never, I wasn't one that's like, oh my God, I'm going to be 30 and I'm still not married. Like I did not care. I did not care. I wasn't in a rush to get married. I knew I wanted kids, you know, but I'm really not a domestic goddess and I don't claim to be. So it's hard you know, cause that is what I do. I take care of babies. I cook and I clean all day and it's tough. And then, you know, when my husband's not acting the way that I think that he should, it's just like, I just, it burns me up inside. I mean, I just self implode. I'm just, the anger and the rage that I've felt during my marriage is just out of this world. It's like nothing I've ever experienced in my life. It's been so hard. It's been like, the best time in my life because, you know, I have these two beautiful babies and they're healthy and I've been blessed with, you know, great experiences. But at the same time, it's been the absolute worst. It's been hell, hell, because I, I've had a horrible, like a really hard time adjusting to it. And I think that my husband is just, he's just who he is. And if anything, he's just been acting like more himself or more immature, or more pissed off because of the way that I am. So it's just this whole, um, what that, whatever that metaphor you use where the snake is like eating itself. I feel like that's me and I just can't get out of it. Right. The negative polarity of this, of hike what she's referring to as the Oribo snake is, and I've talked about this in other podcasts is she can, you can be she within she connected to God, or you can be the destructive part of that. And women are destructive or creative, right? So what's happening between, I mean, now that you can see it, which I don't think you even awakening to this is what we want, where we want you to get, because then that frustration and that fire is how you change yourself. Right. right. And so you just have to know for him is like, what you have to stop doing is stop projecting it on him and just work on you. So that the work, right. And then also see that he's also, when you go into your wound, you married a, based on your wounds. 
And so just be, be cognizant that he has his own wound that you're mirroring to him. Yeah. I am wondering like, what, what am I, what wound am I reflecting to him? Why did he marry me? You know? Well, that's the more you awaken, the more you'll see it. It all becomes so clear. And that's what awakening is, is the seeing it's like awakening is beginning to stand on top of, I just, the best way I describe it is like, I stood on top of a building and I could see all the streets below and I could see how this decision would lead to that consequence to this, that, and then how this person's connected to that person. And then why that would happen. Like it's all a chain. It's all just one. Once we heal your little girl and raise her up, then he has to come up, up to your level. So a lot of people are like, my husband's not conscious. He's my, da, 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 da. it's like, okay, fine. Work, you know, just, um, work, work on yourself. And, and then he will either rise to your frequency or the frequency around you will change. That's what I'm hoping. So, but also the anger you're feeling is that you're not creative right now. There's right. no in your life that is, is creative and for you. And so, and, and then people, what, what happens is women, there's, there's all this scarcity and all these excuses and all these different, which are real life things. Like there's not enough money to have childcare, to be creative. There's, there's all these different layers to it, right? Of like, there's practicality. I would say, a lot of women can't let go of their children. Like say they can't afford there's that's one big problem with motherhood is, is you, is your, you have to be able to delegate if you have the financial security to do so at all. And you have to be able to let go of the control of the household and give it to somebody else so that you can begin to get your life back. Right. Because a lot of women feel bad about using childcare. They feel like they're, the other person's not as good. They feel bad about using a cleaner. I mean, there's, there's different reasons to this. And this is not me being haughty. Like, I mean, some, it's hard to afford those things. So, but a lot of times we also don't want to spend the money and we feel guilty and we don't really, we don't really look at where we're spending money otherwise. And so some of the things I want you to begin to think about is like, you need to begin to see where you guys are spending your money and to see where you can begin to put some of the resources towards yourself and, and, and let go of the control of the household because th th that's a big spiritual thing. That's a really practical level thing that I want you to do beyond the, be beyond this deeper healing process you're going to be going through and beyond mm -hmm. seeing the thing and the pattern and all this stuff. But it's also into, I like to go up high into heaven, but I also like to teach like really earthly things. And you cannot, con if you want to heal, you cannot sit and think that you're going to do it with the kids running around not going to happen. You're going to go crazy. You need to spend, you need to get up earlier than your children and you need to meditate and you need to start a practice and you need to do it dedicated to yourself because that is your time. So many women use their children as an excuse and it hurts the child because the child will subconsciously feel that energy. Like I hear so many women like, Oh, I can't do that. I have kids. I'm like, bullshit. My kids went across the world with me. I've written three books. You know, like I get up every single morning at 4am or to 5am, not a morning I hardly miss in my life. Even if I'm up late, because I know that's my time. I would do it before they got up because it was my own time. So I began to learn how to like almost like switch the control. So if I was putting it on the household, I was like, nope, I'm going to like get it out in the morning and then I'm ready for them. I've already had my time for myself. So it's less chaotic. Right. And over a period of time, you gain 
it clears you out. These meditations, the, the ones from mystical motherhood will begin to clear you out so that this, it, it gets a little chaotic, but then it, it, it will even out over time and space. Is this being helpful to you? What are you thinking right Very. now? Like, yeah, you, no, I'm just, I'm, I like something needed and you needed to hear, like you need to let go a little bit of your house. Yeah. I like that. I want to. Yeah. So that's a goal for you. Like, a, so right so last week we went right directly into, okay, this is the issue right now. Now where are your resources and how can you allocate them to other people to delegate things so that you can have more time so that you can go back to your career or what you are supposed to do here on earth? Because otherwise, if you keep thinking it's to be at home with, and you're not the type of mother for that. No, not and at you're going to make yourself go crazy and you're going to make yourself, and, and a lot of women are very happy making children and that's the Holy Grail too. So if we're creating the Holy Grail, what is creative within you? If I, if, if it's the women that are birthing really high caliber children that listen to this, that's, that's take the time to do that. All your energy should be into that. Right. But then if you're not birthing children, are you being creative or destructive in your household? And if you're being destructive, you need to take all the power back and put it back into how can I love myself more to create something that's better for this environment? Right. So tell me some ways that you can let go of your world. Because you're trying to control, I think this is actually what needed to happen today rather than even going back in time and space, but you need to see how you're controlling your environment and how you're getting angry about it. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think it's hard for me because my, you know, I'm taking the back seat and staying home with the kids and I don't really have, uh, yeah, my is everything is my husband. My husband's job, you know, he has control over everything pretty much. And I don't usually respect his choices, but he's like the breadwinner right now. And I feel like I'm handcuffed because I think that I could do more, but I just I've got the kids. I can't, you know, we had to move right before we moved like last December when I was pregnant and then COVID happened. And then it's like, we're kind of isolated in this little bubble for where we live for his job. And I didn't really know anyone, you know, what's there's no background? background here and I have two kids under two, you know? Yeah. What's his background? Um, he does, uh, like estate property management, his ethnic background. Oh, um, Dutch. Okay. Look at his background. Like if you're trying to read him and, and stuff, like look at the family line and see the patterning that they had in marriages. Oh, I told, oh, I see it. So yeah. that's your, that's the pattern you're playing out. That's all he knows. Everything is just one belief system meeting another belief system and then con conflicting or coming together. Yeah. So like he thinks he's so much different than his dad. And I'm like, oh my God, you're so alike, like two alike. But when a man decides to be his father or not, it's at age 35. Around age 35. I don't know how old he is, but 34. Yeah. So he's going to make a decision in the, by the next year to become his father or not. And so um, you may get really angry with him because you have to say to him, you're going to choose your father or you're going to not. And most men, if you don't, you could actually change in one year, you could change the whole thing. Hopefully. If by only working on yourself, you create, you're, you're the mate, the matriarchy. The, the concentric energy of the house unfolds around you as much as he doesn't understand it, you're creating it. 
You're creating his, you can create his success or you can destroy him. You can, you can help him build a business or you can help him destroy it. Your mind is, is basically imprinting in him as, as his ability. So you're, it's a flow of energy, right? You're the ocean. He's the um, lighthouse. If it's done correctly. So there can be, there can be off energy with that. So the, all we're going to have you do is begin to see this week, the ways you need to let go of the control. Because what you're doing is you feel out of control and you feel out of control because of the wound that happened around the age of 12 and you're playing out the mom. So close your eyes. Okay. So if there's a box energy around you, I want you to smash it on all sides right now. Just like, just like. I want you to take an atomic bomb and there's like a box energy around you, which is very common for this earth right now. I want you to like atomic bomb, bomb the box around you. You see it? Yeah. Okay. Blow it. One, two, three. Okay. Now, now that let the smoke go around you. The box energy is really common right now for everyone that I'm reading. And I want you to go online and I want you to go to after tonight. I want you to go to TejTV.com, everyone who's listening. And I want everyone to do the most recent rebirth from Tej. And it's a, pr- a protective mantra rebirth. And it will destroy any sort of, it'll protect you from the energy that's hitting this planet that is, is trapping us in trauma. And so what's happening is everyone's trauma is coming up and I don't want you to be trapped in your trauma. I want you to see it. I want you to get the energy to elevate past it. So go to TejTV.com and do the rebirth and I'll put it in my notes, but just remember that. So tap your third eye three times. The anger you're feeling towards him isn't necessarily at your mother. You're playing out the anger your mother never got to play out on the alcoholic father. How does that make you feel when we say that to you? True. So it's like it's like the the wound inside, like the mother, the 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 part of your mother that like left the father that went to the poor man that you were telling me this the story. She was so angry with your father. And she never fully processed that. And so what is happening is now you have a transference of anger for your husband because your mom never properly processed it. She moved on quickly with the, um, with that guy, which she deemed as love. Right. And then she was so mad at your father. I don't know. I don't know. what feels confusing. She still. chose a different timeline. She could have chosen, you could, okay, so let's look at it a different way. If your mother would have stayed with your alcoholic father, now run the timeline out with me. Where would you be right now? It's hard for me to, I, I'm not sure. I think I would be, I think my dad would be living pretty much the same way he is now. Only he'd be married to my mom. He would, um, what is he living like right now? He's super high functioning. He's very successful, wealthy. 
Um, but what's behind the veil with him? I think he just, I'm not sure. It just, he just drinks heavily. Um, and my mom went down this whole other chaotic road with the man that she left him for because he was also married with a young child and they had this affair and he was very like emotionally volatile and like horrible to my sister. My sister hasn't spoken to my mom in 17 years. Um, and so it just created this whole other horror. I don't know the timeline, what she left my dad and yeah, so she married a non-alcoholic, but it's created this whole other. I mean, the two men are very similar cause she didn't fully heal. Yeah. But I think you have a, a view of your father, which a lot of people do this. A lot of people have the ability to show the world like one side of them, but there's a whole hidden side that women don't necessarily talk about with their partners. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. she could have you, she could have had an experience with him that you would have never understood. So you see him the way we project and ex- expectations on a human from what we hope and pray they are without really seeing behind the, the veils of him. And we're not going to tap into any of these different things. What I want you to get to is the, the anger you have at your mom thinking that life would have been better if she would have stayed. Yeah. So go to that, that, that's, that's where you're trapped is that that 12 year old anger is like, is projected at your mother. Mm-hmm. But there is really, I mean, I want you to go neutral and I want you to see that it's not just her who did this. I want you, so I feel like there's a part of you that's like, dad is so perfect and dad is all that. And then she resents you for that because you're in, in like actually in, t- in full present day, because she's like, you love your dad. You don't da da that because you didn't really know what she went through. Yeah. She does. Feel true when you, when I say this to you. Yes. Yeah. She and was so always bashing my dad when I was a kid. Well, always. which is totally inappropriate. But and yeah, her- I, mean, I, was, I was like 12 and she's like, well, your dad's out with his girlfriend and you know, just constantly, you know, he's drunk, he's cheating, he's this, he didn't mail the child support check, you know, just like constantly as a 12 year old, I was listening to that. But she, but what was her mother like to her? Not that way. She Are you admitted sure? that her mother said nothing negative about her father. So now look at your own household. How do you, now you own your own stuff right now. So you have this little 12 year old that was constantly having her mother talk to her that way. She's really angry at her mother for just leaving her dad. Cause she, but so you have this love for daddy cause you never really got it cause he wasn't there. Right. So you're constantly looking for love for daddy. You're angry at your mom. Okay. But then what, what is happening to your own children? Be now go deeply and doesn't own it. So when you're angry with your husband now because of uh, I'm doing the same thing you're doing the exact same thing in your own house exact same thing I'm losing my temper in my household when I'm seeing something that my husband didn't do or you know oh he made a mess in the bathroom and then you know my, my one of my kids needs me and I just like snap you know because that's what's on my mind of what my husband didn't do can you own that it has nothing to do with him and you're actually t- trapped in time and space somewhere else yes. with a wound that's not healed? Can we own that now? 
Yes. So can we see all these people with complete compassion now and yes. take all ownership back of our own anger? And just so rather than saying it's mom, it's dad, it's him, just say, I'm going to own that I'm angry. Yes. You okay. want me to say it out loud? I'm going to own that I'm angry. I'm very angry. I'm going to own that I'm angry. And I'm going to catch myself in the moments that I'm angry in my household because I'm, re I'm progressing back to the time when my mother hurt me. Right. And I'm learning how to grow up now. Right? This is right. huge. You'll have so much more compassion in your household. So go into the memory where mom is in the room. The, the, everyone who's listening for every memory like this. I don't want you to go into it all the time. I want you to say, oh shit, this is ruining my life. Fuck this. I'm done. I'm done with this. I want my kids to be different. I want my reality to be happy. I want to be neutral. You go into the memory. So I, we can't, for all these different memories, I can't teach you this way. You can go to Lacey Phillips work. You can read my books. Um, I teach how to do it in the books, but you have to go into the memories. And so you drop into the memories you see the memory for what it is, and you can use the element fire to burn the memory, just burn it out. So the times that you see your mother in your timeline, see it burning in your DNA, you're using the element fire to burn it out. And then you can use water to bring it in, just like I teach in Fertile, the, how to use the elements. So each book is a spiritual technology teaching you how to change your consciousness. You can bring in water, you can bring in white light, you can use the, the elements, and, and, and I'm gonna refer to Fertile, and I'll put it in the notes if I can fit it in there of how to do this. And I'm also going to have a program out that explains how to do this, but go into those memories, burn it with fire, see the smoke rising, let water come in, let wind come through to heal this memory. Now replace it with your mother communicating with you properly and not with anger and see your mother communicating with you properly and not with anger because she's only acting from her wound. Right. Because she was hurt by him. And what she said was true. Yeah, so I'm feeling that. And acknowledge, God damn it, he hurt her. And just say, Mom, I don't need to mother you anymore. Right. And you know what? Who you're going to say that to now? Your husband. I don't want to mother you anymore. It's time for me to grow up. And I'm going to now change this household. Because what you're doing right now is the 12-year-old needed to take care of mommy. And so then now the 12-year-old is mad because she's taking care of the whole house, household. And she doesn't have her own life because you learned at the age of 12 that mommy needed to be raised. True? Yeah. You true. see the pattern? Yeah. And you're going to be, this week is going to be hard for you because you're going to be like, this is crazy. So you're not only functioning from the level of the 12-year-old in anger, you're also trying to take care of everybody. Yeah. And in that period of not take, of trying to take care of the whole household, you're never taking care of yourself. Thus you cannot grow up. Right. And so every minute in the day has to be back to you. And I mean, if it's every hour, it's 10 minutes of just sitting in silence or playing the mantras I say to play or to do the meditations. I mean, you'll get more done within a year than you've ever had and you'll change your whole life. So, so go into the memory and I want you to see your mother, begin to see your mother. If you can't see her, 
begin to see your mother or like an angel like figure communicating with you like an adult. Okay. And then I want you to, as you be, so this is how you're going to begin to reprogram it. So then you're going to put the little girl in a home, like we've talked about the last time. She has to have a home to grow up in. So she has to be rescued. The mother, put your mother, give her, like maybe she goes to school to become a parent. She grows up. She ha the perpetrator has to um, have some sort of consequences. Like she has to go to, she has to, the angels have to work with her. She has to have a teacher working with her. She needs to, you know, understand how to grow up too, because this is changing the lineage in your, your thoughts create your reality. And it's just as healing to work with your thoughts as it is to do it in real life. You can get just as much done in the spirit world as any other world. So you're going to see yourself talking with your mother and even going into the memories while you're meditating and seeing this relationship begin to grow between you and your mother throughout time and space. And even if you need to have somebody else come into that looks like your mother or a mother figure, even if it's mother Mary, um, if you didn't have a mother and you're listening, it can be Mary Magdalene, mother Mary, like they are your mothers too. So you create a mother that that's how you're going to heal your mother wound. So you can't necessarily go to the actual figure of your mother, but you have to begin to create this relationship so that you grow up from that point. So put her in a little home. Remember where the home is located in your mind's eye. Now you have to put the things in there, the basic needs, the child needs to grow up. So, you know, water, food, air, happiness, friends, um, somebody to take care of her. And then you'll watch the child grow up over time and space. And over the years, you'll be amazed of how that, what happens. Okay. Cause it takes, it's not, it isn't an overnight process. Healing takes time, uplifting and elevating your life and changing yourself. It takes time. Yeah. Cause I was meditating on it this morning and I just kept thinking like, I would have done so well had I just been in a different environment you know, like me personally, I, I could have, you can still do well. And I keep putting we myself would do in well. shitty environments just time after time. But you now can change it for your children. Yeah. So stop going into the wound and, and start to look at what's happening in the present moment and how that wound is repeating. And you need to be the last one in your family to keep on doing this because she knew, do knew, don't get, she knew no knew better. He knew, he didn't know any better. And so you have to look at both of them and say, I love you. And, and thank you. And I came and I chose you, which is another meditation I can teach you how to do. Cause today, you know, it's almost like our first session reality, which is the first, it's an overview of your, of the situation of your life right now. And so it's, it's too deep to go into everything I would cover with you, but the books have all this information. So taking time to read my books, it's going to change your idea. Like Ms. Fertile goes deep into this um, and seeing the patterns and, and then doing the meditations for you, Jupiter chakra meditation would change your life. Okay. 33 minutes a day of Jupiter chakra meditation will change your life. Okay. This one for self animosity will change your life. Choose one of those and do it the full time. Okay. Okay. And then your homework is 
begin to cultivate this home for the child to grow up in and make it everything the child needs in your days make sure like you're going and you're talking into the little girl that's growing up. And every time you go and regress and you get angry, catch yourself and say, how old am I right now? Right. It's a little girl in me. So then go into the house in your mind and give her what she needs and then give it to yourself in real life. Like she may need ice cream. She may need to go and rest. She may need to take a bubble bath. And then you raise yourself up. You're going to get up every single morning and you're going to do a meditation and you're going to do stretching to start with. I want you to have mantras playing in your house at all times. I've been doing that. It helps. Yeah. Yeah all times. You're going to begin to make your house into a temple. I want you to make an altar so that you're beginning to ask the divine feminine to come in and, and help you. And I, be, and I want you to begin to ask the ascended masters for assistance. Okay. And this is how you create each house. Everyone is listening. Your house is a temple and you are the priestess and you've just forgotten who you are. And so all of this reality is, is fake. It's none of these memories are real, but they're controlling you. And so you need to take action in your house now. And I need you to get a babysitter at least three hours a week. So you have three hours where you are only with you. Even if it's super hard to let go, you have to learn to delegate. And then that will give you the space and time to see what you came to the planet to create. So you're not so angry anymore. Got it. Because once you're creating, you won't be angry. It's impossible to be angry when you're connected to God. The only happiness you're ever really going to get as a creative source, I mean, is, is your connection to God and how God wants to flow through you. And so once you're clear enough and you can enjoy your motherhood fully, fully when you get that connection back to source. So the med Jupiter chakra meditation repeating. Okay. Jupiter chakra every single morning, stretching every single morning, train yourself to get up before your kids are every morning to create the self love practice. Every night you're taking 20 minutes to yourself. Don't feel bad leaving your kids with your husband to go on a walk by yourself. You need to like let go of, and I want you to begin to note all the ways you control everything and then get mad at him for not helping, but yet you're trying to control it. Right. And then I want you to begin to see him in a different light. And I want you to begin to focus on all the good things he does for you rather than the, like there's, I promise you with that man, there's eight to nine good things he does. And you're focused on the one bad thing. Yeah, for sure. And then you're so powerful that you're manifesting the bad part. Yeah. I'm projecting it. He's yeah. Anything to say before we hang up? Was this helpful? Very helpful. Very. Thank you. Do you feel like you have enough resources to begin to do work on your own, like every day, and you have a plan of how you're going to do this? Yeah, and it's it's been helping. I mean, the rage that I was feeling, I'm gauging the success on the work by the fact that you know, whereas before I would feel rage for two days, now it's like two minutes. Nice. You know, and I'm like, just I'm moving it. I'm just moving on. Yeah. Don't ignore it. Just like, be like, Hmm, how old am I? Oh, I'm mad yeah. at this. This is not really reality of what's happening. You know? Yeah. I'm like, oh, here it comes. Here comes the rage. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm going to just go back to God. I'm just yeah. going back to prayer and I'm moving on from this. Yep. So now today go make an altar in your house. And I teach how to do that in my books. If you just look it up. 
um, because it's too much to go into. It's very important because the spirit, it responds to your devotion. When you make your house into a temple, your house becomes activated. If activate yourself okay. and do the rebirth on Tej that I'm going to put on this, um, this podcast. Okay. Uh, it's the latest rebirth and it's going to put a protection around you. So your energy field isn't going to be caught in this level of like trauma anymore. Start to listen to white sun mantras. Yeah. I've been playing that every day and there's different ones and then just play them in every single room. And that that's going to keep you in the positive mind. And this is how we change our environment is sound beauty. I mean, this is what the temple work was about sound colors, beauty, dancing, joy, We've forgotten all that. And so you have to be like, okay, what was it like before? Help me to remember mother Mary, help me to remember what we did, you know? And so help me to, so what is the Holy grail? It's you in that household vibrating this presence. It's all about you. So go back to yourself in every moment. Okay. Okay. And I'll talk to you again soon. Thanks. I love you. Love you too. <laughs> okay. I'll talk to you soon. Let me know how you process. I will. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. I hope you all enjoyed this podcast today. If you did, please leave a star rating. It only takes a second or a little message. Share it on social media or write into me on Instagram at Mystical Motherhood. You can find more of my work at, on my website at www.mysticalmotherhood.com. Both the books Fertile and Mystical Motherhood are available on Amazon under Pritam Atma and my new book, Alchemy of Becoming, will be released by the end of this year, along with a series of online classes and educational platforms that you can look into and, and enjoy. I hope you all have a wonderful week.